Aloha, this is Bill Best with Bobby D. Best here in the studio. And our special guest today is Pamela Hayes, one of my favorite artists here on the uh, Valley Isle, part of the upcoming, again, the upcoming Open Studios Tour. And uh, that is happening again this uh, Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. And it's been my pleasure to talk with uh, several of the artists uh, this year and uh, before who are involved with the Maui Open Studios Tour. So welcome. Welcome to our studios. So glad to have you here. Move that microphone right up close to you so that people can, can hear you. And um, you'll, you'll notice if you're watching on Facebook that uh, we are surrounded by some of her work. And uh, we're so glad to have you in the studio. And uh, thanks again for being part of the Open Studios Tour because it's just one of those great opportunities in life to actually visit artists while they're working in their studio sometimes, sometimes not. I noticed this year it's all... Uh, this weekend, it's all up country, and uh, the studios and artists are kind of clustered. And you'll be over at uh, the the Enchanted Gardens on Kaluanui Road. That's right near the Hui off Baldwin Avenue. Right. It's a beautiful space. Will other artists be in there too? There will be five other artists, and I don't know all their names, but I'm sure you could read them off there in the book, or I'll find them for you. Yeah, and uh, there is a book that you can uh, plan your own tour. There's six artists showing there. So if you'll hand me that while you're doing your chatting, I will <laughs> go find. Well, okay. while she's doing that, I, I want to run down just a couple of events that are going on. And uh, one of them, of course, is the uh, Akaku Upstairs series, which is going on on Thursday, 6 to 7.30 p.m. upstairs from the Akaku Studios at 333 Dairy Road. And uh, you can check for yourself by going to akaku.org slash salons to find out more. Or you can call 871-5554 and uh, find out for yourself. <coughs> Excuse me. We also have a free film screening at 530 today. Today being Tuesday, February 18th. We repeat the show the next day and that's a free sc film screening of ground war and uh, it's an important documentary about the toxic pesticides we use in our parks and landscapes and how they impact on our children you must rsvp by emailing aness at beyondpesticides.org <coughs> Pamela ah Starts at the top. Excuse me. <coughs> Something in the air. So, Lesta Bertoya, is that her name? So, you. Um, There's seven of us showing. Oh, I see. At the Sacred Garden. So, yeah, all of those on that page. And you'll find this at various places. I'm not quite sure where, but okay. the Open Studios uh, tour. Um, Magazine, and it's very nicely um, labeled on the on the roads. There'll be little signs and little arrows for oh, everyone. Yeah. It's, oh, it's beautifully done. And uh, you'll also find it on the internet. So what's cool is you can plan your own tour, visit whichever artists you want, and you could set it up with your uh, your cell phone, so you can you know 
have, uh, what's it called on your cell phone, Bobby? Text? <laughs> no. You know, uh, the, the... The mapping. Assistant. Your... Uh, GPS? Com- huh? No, the assistant. You say... Siri? Siri. Yeah, I don't know. See, I am analog retentive, so I have no cell phone, and I'm glad of it. But it really makes things easy, especially when the uh, tour you can find online. And it's all up country, so it's Haiku, it's it's Olinda area, it's Makawao, and uh, they're just... I don't know how many artists involved with uh, the upcoming... Uh, up- upcountry uh, part of the uh, tour, but um, it's a bunch, and it's a free tour. You, you don't have to pay anything to, to go around and, and see these wonderful artists. Yes, and often artists will bring seconds or their experiments right. yeah. or ideas that didn't quite work that somebody else might really love, right. and that's what I'm doing with quite a few of my paintings. Yeah, so this is a great opportunity to uh, become an art collector if you aren't already. And we've done the very same thing and with the uh, Open Studios tour. Uh, we've found just wonderful pieces. And with us, we live in a condo, so we don't have a lot of room. And uh, you can find pieces large and small, which uh, these are um, modest size I, pieces. Yes. But I would bet that you've done a few huge works, Not- too. With this series, I like them because they're very quick. When I used to paint, I used to paint large, and they would be really intense. These are one- or two-day paintings, and they're rather spontaneous. You'd never know that they weren't labored over. They're gorgeous. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, I love my new series. Um, I was visiting my nephew in Mammoth Lakes, and he took me on a walk around Convict Lake, and there was a tree and a rock next to the o- to the lake, and I wanted to paint it because it was had mana, had energy. It was called the hanging tree. Um, oh no, bad mana! <laughs> but it was, it was a nice tree. I didn't know how to paint that tree, so I came home and I was thinking, well, how do I do this? And I went to Baldwin Beach, and of course, there's fabulous old trees there, and that was the start of it all. Was painting, and then I got stuck on painting the trees of Baldwin Beach with the rising oceans you guys live on a condo on you've seen the ocean oh yeah levels change yeah it's encroaching (laughs) some of these trees will not be here that's right of years that is correct and they say that everything you paint is a self-portrait and in a few years we won't be here yes we're not going to be here so to me these are what what have you heard (laughs) we ain't getting Um, any younger especially this tree right behind me these are the ironwoods right to the right of um when you get into baldwin back when we were young we didn't swim at this beach because it was all trees and now it's beach and the trees of course are in the water so these trees high tide they're in the water yeah and even a year ago, they were alive, and now they're dead, and little bits are breaking off of them. Um, I probably have painted that series there eight times. You're preserving life. Uh, documenting our beach. Yeah. I, it's funny. She's talking about the climate disaster and smiling. <laughs> <laughs> well, what else can you do? <laughs> yeah, if you can't fight it, you can, you can paint it. Well, the beach outside of your condo hasn't oh, it disappeared. It's dis- it's, it's just distressing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
it's a and we've seen you've been here for uh, 42 years 42 years so you've seen changes here uh back in those days we didn't have three million visitors in one year which we had last year three million people visiting maui not just hawaii but maui and that means three three million people driving cars they've never driven in in a place they've never been, and three million people who don't know how to lock their car. So <laughs> we live in Condo Land, and we experience the hourly honking of the cars because people just don't seem to understand how to lock. That he, he's things. he's exaggerating. No, I'm not. I'm honestly several times a day we hear honk. And and the worst is the wee wee, you know, it goes on and it's like some sort of calliope uh, effect. Anyway, it's one of my many complaints. Go ahead. Did I miss something? Did you start off showing your the stuff that people are familiar with? No, no. So you just started in with this new series. The new series, and it's it's so unusual, not just for you, but for anybody. Is that because you use the gold? paint okay there's always a story um i've been teaching art at Cardin academy for 15 years really and when i teach the little ones sometimes i do their lesson really really good so they have some place to sort of shoot for yeah because students usually cannot surpass the teacher and so i want them to really push and i was doing klimt's tree of life Uh, all right one of his fabulous trees and he loved gold yeah i can see klimt in a little bit of your work so i did this painting and it's one of the trees on Baldwin Beach. And I did my first curlies in the oh, sky, is which is Klimt. Yeah. And I happened to have black paper. And I had some gold paint because I'm an artist. I had stuff. And it was inspirational. All of a sudden, I, since then, I've been painting on black paper with the gold paints. I what? see. You, so you that's paint what? on black paper. I paint on black paper. It's a cheap trick, but it works. Ah. Well, Remember that's the Oh, go on. I, I didn't realize it was watercolor because it looks so unusual. It's gouache. Uh-huh. Oh, so that's why it covers so well. Uh-huh. Yes, it's, yeah. it's it's an opaque watercolor. Yeah, I see. Gouache, yes. And fun. And these are quick and fast. That's the reason I love them. For you, they are, I'm sure. Well, <laughs> that, all you have to do is having painted all your life, and then yeah, it's very that's quick. that's all you need to do. It's <laughs> and I have. I have. That. My students sometimes ask me, why am I so good at art? Because to them, because I can draw a horse perfectly. They think I'm fabulous. And I said, well, you know, after a lifetime of doing art, I better be good. Right, or you would try something else. Yeah. We had. And uh, did you start when you were a child? I was always good at art, and just it continued. And back in the old days, I got a degree in art, of yeah, course. Yeah. And my last year of college, I got into a studies abroad program in Italy, which you take a girl from the San Fernando Valley and <laughs> drop her into Europe for the first time, and uh, I didn't ever want to go home. And then from there, I went and got into a really nice graduate school in London. And then I think the expression is, Bob's your uncle. Because never went back. You know, I was an artist yeah, at that point. Yeah. And then went back to L.A., but had to live someplace beautiful. I wanted to live someplace beautiful, be an artist, and have some adventures. Yeah. Moved to Maui. Maui. Yeah. yeah. That explains it all. Yeah. Still yeah. having adventures. <laughs> still an artist. Still living someplace beautiful. You know, I, I detect a, a sort of a Japanese influence too. Your yes. art, yeah, um, like woodblock prints. 
Especially the, yeah. the repetition of the lines and the flow patterns. Well, and this piece, uh, lower piece, uh, looks like something I might have seen on silk. <gasps> no, There's a, a book called Japanism, and it talks about the Japanese influence on the Impressionists, and yeah, I yeah. love that book. I use it all the time, and that's where I got the idea for the gold pattern. Well, so, I, yeah. I just to interject. I uh, we discovered uh, the Japanese influence in Van Gogh's work, uh, which I had never seen anything like it, and and it looked like a Japanese print, uh, one of his pieces. It was when just like that. Um, what was it? Uh, Japan was opened up to trade with Europe. I think it was about 1850. And all those woodblock prints flooded yeah. Paris. Everyone went crazy for everything Japanese, and it changed everything. So it's called Japanism. Yes, and they all went crazy for everything Japanese, yeah. the woodblock prints, the patterns, the fact that art could be just decorative. Excuse me, outlining. Before then, people didn't outline. Yeah. By the way, these are all outlined. You know why? It works. It's easy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, if you start I, looking, do you see all my black sure, outlines? Sure, sure. Well, well once like you know how how to do it the way you're taught, then you can do whatever you want, and that's what you've done. You've right? got to know the rules before you break that's the rules. That's right. Yeah. And you do it when it's effective. I mean, just like having run-on sentences or fragments, you do it when it's effective. Yeah, that's definitely... You can see, by the way, of course, listeners can't see... This is on Facebook. I I hope they can make it bigger when they're on Facebook okay, and see these. Some of the patterns um, were just early. It was like, can I do this? Oh, I'll try it and then see if it works. And then I realized I could use the gold line to describe the surface of the water, and just not a pretty pattern. Yeah, yeah. And it keeps evolving. And I love uh, in the middle one the the round dots just to kind of refer to the water that's splashing up there and the stars is that what it is that it's was stars escher's <laughs> influence escher, escher. Uh, in, uh, we're all influenced all artists yeah, work from other people's work it's how it builds right, musicians right. Yeah, yeah. sure work and avoid and yeah it's not stealing it's being influenced yeah. and we all do it sure so, you can't you can't come in and not be influenced by everything you see it here Yes, and it, it trends. Um, to me, these works are current because, well, they are current because I just did them. So. <laughs> They're really current. <laughs> yeah. Um, this whole series has been in the last two years. Many artists, I'm 68, many artists um, just keep doing the same art over and over again. It's like being a cook and keeping the same recipes. Mm -hmm. You're good at Mexican, so you just keep doing Mexican food. And I like this new series because it is so different from anything I've done before. Yeah. It is. Yeah, what an adventure. It may not be um, commercial because people like the familiar. And they say, oh, that's a Pamela Hayes, and they can identify it. But the open-minded people will say, oh, Pamela Hayes is growing. Thank you. And I think everyone who lives here who loves Baldwin Beach will recognize the trees. Absolutely. These yeah. rocks are on Baldwin Beach um, towards Baby Beach. Uh -huh. And the sand, the sand is always moving, covering them up, revealing them. The water's on the rocks. Yeah. And I'm just fascinated with them. Again, I'm a teacher, fourth grade Hawaiian studies. And the Hawaiian states pay attention to rocks. Just pay attention to them, you know. So I started 
noticing these rocks. And now, let's see, I have on my computer, I now have how many? 729 pictures of these rocks. Because <laughs> every time I go to the beach, I bring my little phone and I take more pictures of those rocks because it's always changing. There's more sand, less sand, water, the light's changing. Right, I also right, happen sure. to have 642 pictures of turtles and 100, <laughs> 1,211 pictures of trees. Well, you brought this one uh, of, the, of the turtle and Bobby is uh, on the turtle watch. So oh, she does it's that. called the Dawn Patrol. The Dawn Patrol. Oh, right, I love it. Right. Uh, maybe you could hold it up in the light a little bit right near you, because this is... Of course, you can't see it on the radio, but um, if people want to see some of your work outside of the Open Studios tour, I imagine you have your work online? Yes, and I show them at the Maui Crafts Guild. Oh, the Maui Crafts Guild. Yes. Okay, very good. I, I call this my North Shore series, and Maui Crafts Guild is North Shore. Oh, I love You that. know, what's yeah, nice beautiful. about that is that people could just hang it without a frame. Well, it, tell her uh, this, what you discovered about framing, because this is huge for, for anybody who does their own work, and I know because I've done uh, art pieces, and it can cost a hundred plus dollars to, to frame. Up to four hundred, yes. Yeah. And it's crazy, because then you have to add that to the cost of your work and, uh, and then if you're showing in a gallery there's another 60% of whatever so it, it can it can almost be like you're doing it just for free and for fun <laughs> um, yes Oliver at Viewpoints Gallery told me about this technique thank you Oliver um, which is you and then I looked it up on YouTube video on how to uh, glue paintings to cradled wood you take um, you fix it first. They've got great fixatives these days. You glue it to the wood panel, weigh it down, wait overnight, trim off the edges, wax it, and it's done. So this painting, if I were to take it to a gallery, would a uh, framer would maybe cost 200 to $300 to frame. Yeah, and this is a small piece. It's, yes. If you can't see it, of course, on the And on the this cost me $12 wow. to mount. And, and there's no plexiglass. Great. No plexiglass. So it's immediate. It's yeah. It's... And I don't think plexiglass is that good for the artwork to have have that area that uh, could develop condensation between the the glass and the and the and work. And it gets scratched and it gets dirty and yeah. there's stuff behind it. It's and, hard to clean plexiglass. And it glares. So you say your artwork is at viewpoints, and I was thinking. No, my work's at uh, Maui Crafts. Maui, Maui Crafts in Paia. Yes. Right. Okay. Yes. Corner of Baldwin Avenue and Hana Highway. So, yes. so Oliver from Viewpoints just gave you that freebie, f and you're not part of the his gallery. No, but he has really been encouraging. You've had your work at Viewpoints, though, haven't you? No, no, I was in a gallery up the road, and I've been at the Village oh. Gallery in Lahaina Village. for 42 years. Yeah. Literally, I walked in there. I was 26, <laughs> and I had a baggie with some watercolors in it. And Lynn said to me, oh, I can sell these. Uh, and she matted them up, and she put them in a bin, and she sold them for $35, and I got 20 and she got 15 and that was the start of my selling of art. And in 76, that was a lot of money. It was good enough. I yeah. was a cook in a restaurant. Right? Yeah. So, and if you're an artist, to sell your work, because oh, I've just yes. been art school. Oh, and yeah. you know, Validating. Oh, excuse me, checks in the mail? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Love it. And so, to do what you love. 
So your what work is at thing. the Village Gallery. Yes. And it's at Maui Crafts Guild. And what's your website or? Oh, I have a card. Uh, Pamela May Hayes. Um, Pamela May. Pamela May. Well, there's another artist named Pamela Hayes. Oh wow. Of course. And uh, I, so I finally did get cards. So it's Pamela May Hayes, ah. Maui artist. So ah. your website is PamelaMayHayes.com? Yes. Okay. Finally did it. And that's, that's how people get a hold of you if they don't go to Paia or Lahaina. It looks good upside down, too. <laughs> Thank you. It's that painting. Pamela May Hayes. H-A-Y-E-S yeah, yeah. dot com. Okay. And otherwise, the Open Studios Tour, both Saturday and Sunday, this weekend, only for the upcoming tour. And, and again, it's Is free. it at your studio or where? No, um, it is at the Enchanted Gardens, and it's a beautiful space. Yeah. There will be seven of us there. And the Enchanted Gardens, uh, on the way to Harry's, you know, on um, the... On Kevin the road, used to own uh, it. That little, the, uh, over the gulch. Right yeah, yeah, gulch. it's a beautiful space. Yeah, and it's a. If, if you've never been to the Enchanted With, Gardens, this is a great opportunity too. Of course, it's always open. I think during the day. Yes, right down from Tom Fott's place. Right, right, and right on that road where the Hui is. Right, right. So, excellent spot. And uh, again, I encourage you to check out the list of artists who were involved with the Maui Open Tour. Uh, studio tour, uh, which is online, you can find the the uh, the entire tour there. But this is the final weekend for the Open Studios tour, which takes place up country. So well, we went there last year with uh, at that place where there are a lot of different artists in one place. So it's a a yeah. good place to go because you don't have to get in your car from one to the other. You got seven artists right there. I used to do garage sales, and for me, it was so much fun to drive around yeah. and find these little corners of the island. Remember? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Was, well, was, this is sort of that same kind of thing. You get to kind of poke around. And remember when you were a little child, and they used to have those what were those games they used to play where you'd have clues and you'd have to go find something? Um, oh, the treasure hunt. Treasure thing? hunt. It's yeah. a treasure hunt. It That's is. That's how garage sales used to be. Yeah. I don't do that. But, well, but I like the open hunt. studios. It's an art treasure hunt. Yeah. Yes, and there's little signs. You can follow yeah. little areas, and you'll find treasures. Yeah. And, very and often, bargains. Very often and bargains. you'll have a chance to see an artist doing their work. Uh, sometimes there's a little wine or something, libations. There's refreshments. Cookies. Sometimes music. That's the, uh, the, the cool thing. You just never know what's around the, the next corner. Yes. Yeah, and this is, you know, because we live so far from the mainland, this is the time to do Christmas shopping, finding one-of-a-kind things by real artists. Well, yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, one-of-a-kind. Um, speaking of one-of-a-kind, this is the final weekend for the Woodworker's Journey at the Shaper. Have you been? Have you <gasps> Not, seen but it? I've heard it's fabulous. Oh, you've got it's to go. Unreal. This is just a few days left. Um, it runs through the 23rd. Uh, but uh, the Schaefer is closed on Mondays, so uh, if you can make it on over there uh, between uh, 10 a.m. and 5 p.m., you will see some of the most beautiful woodwork. Uh, 25 uh, established artists from Hawaii and the U.S. mainland uh, with distinguished careers in woodworking. These aren't just whittlers. Our friend Peter Naramore, you must know him. I know the name. He um, has, since he was a child, he wanted to make furniture. And he's got a piece in there that's such a knockout. He, um, and along with another guy, organized this whole show. And his 
piece is so stunning, and if you don't go to the show, you won't see it because somebody bought it the first night. I can't imagine how much I'm you sold it for. I'm going to go after this. Oh, it's, it's fat. You'll, yeah. You won't be wasting your time. You'll want to go back again. Put it on my list. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, I should mention uh, the Winter Pops. Uh, we love the Maui Pops Orchestra. Uh, they will be uh, performing at 3 p.m. on Sunday, the 23rd, at the Castle Theater, and that would be, I think, your last chance to see the Woodworker's Journey if you're going to be at the MAC. Uh, I also want to mention the uh, Starry Night Cinema, the free cinema at the Maui Arts and Cultural Center's A&B Amphitheater this Friday at 7 p.m. It's an animated film for the whole family called Abominable. So uh, lots going on at the MAC, as always, and... Art Maui is coming up. Are you going to submit? I hope you submit something. Of course. Yeah. The new work. Yes. Yes, absolutely. They're so, going to be floored. No, there's not going to be anything like nothing, that. Nobody's like painting that, yeah. like I'm painting. No. By the way, it took quite a few attempts to finally get it so it was working. Um, I was working on Arches black cover, which turned out to be way too soft and was absorbing the paint. So then I tried gessoing the paper and using acrylic gouache, but I like regular gouache better because it flows better. And then um, someone told me about black Stonehenge watercolor paper, which is now what I'm using. Mm. And so it's been a process to figure out just how to do it so that it works. And then again, to be able to spray it, mount it, and then wax it, YouTube video. Um, uh, YouTube is so amazing. You know, there's a guy on Maui that makes us honey. I never cared about honey, and I tasted his. Wow, it's delicious. And we met the guy. He learned how to do it on YouTube (laughs) and has a career from learning how to take care of bees and make honey on YouTube. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And the music. And the music, yeah, yeah. In anything that you used to collect, you can find it. With their video on, if they made a video at the time, yes, it's amazing. I'm, yes. I, I've been exercised to Jane Fonda on YouTube. <laughs> I fixed my garbage disposal with YouTube. Right, <laughs> it's right. a classic. Nancy right? Young fixed her refrigerator from or, YouTube. Or yeah. how about problems with the phone? Definitely. The phone. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, just go on YouTube. Oh, it's right there. There you go. Uh, and I should mention Art Maui is uh, is on uh, not necessarily YouTube, but. Uh, uh, you can find Art Maui online, artmaui.com. Registration uh, has already begun and runs through February 25th, which is just a few days away. And uh, the receiving day is February 28th, so that's a week from this Friday already, <sighs> 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Schaefer International Gallery. So get your work ready, and then the artist's reception will be Saturday, March 7th. And uh, the show runs March 8th through April 3rd. How so. many jurors do you know? I Art don't know. I, uh... It's just such a grab bag. Sometimes the most distinguished artists get don't get in the show. It's really just up for, you know, it's, it's a crapshoot. It's subjective, yeah. which is why yeah, we love sure. art. Uh, yeah. Again, I've been teaching at Cardin Academy, and I have my students enter art shows over and over again good, because good. it's subjective. Yeah. The fifth grade just won second place in the Art of the Dome at the Maui Ocean Center. All right. Oh, really? Yes, go Cardin. 
Wow. Yes, and they worked together, and they put together this thing that was mostly paper clips and Mod Podge, but it was gorgeous. Well, you know, I think it's important that uh, artists go through the rejection process, too. Uh, it's important to develop a thick skin, and uh, because you're, they're not, you're not always being judged by your real value. It's very, like you say, subjective. So yeah, and what they had for breakfast, you yeah, know. Yeah, that's oh. right. Maybe they love abstract work. I one year yeah. I heard through the grapevine that if it was there was if there was a flower in the painting, uh, they were rejected because the juror was just so tired of those friggin' flowers. <laughs> or sometimes it won't fit. Everything else is big and yours is little. Yeah. Or you know how it's going to look all together. Or you're an abstract artist yes. and you are very realistic. Yes. So again, it's very subjective. I had a friend who used to always just read up on the bios on the jurors and then slant her artwork towards the juror, which uh, is okay. You can do that. Yeah. I just put my best work in. That's right. Just do what you feel. What comes from your soul. I was in the very first art Maui. Ah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and well, the painting sold. So how oh. about? That's for encouragement. Yes. And then, you know, some other artists like Phil Sabato, he moves over. He says, let the younger people do it because he has nothing to prove. But I think that people should be able to see your new work. So I encourage you. you know, Thank you. In, in, um, it's so different. I personally. And vivid. Oh, thank you. It is different. That's the reason I love it. I, I love doing it. I'm I mean, just, you don't often think of watercolor as being this vivid. Oh, thank you. When inspiration strikes, you ride it. And this whole series started up, again, two years ago in March. And I have just been uh, painting and painting and painting. Um, that book I lent you, Bobby, um, uh, Big Magic by uh, Elizabeth Gilbert, talks about the creative process. And I really think people could read that one and be inspired. I used to think that if I didn't have three or four days off in a row, I couldn't do art. And I work a lot. So if I have an hour, now I just sit down and do some art. Because she says, have an affair with your art. You don't, <laughs> you know, just take whatever few minutes you can and yeah. do your art. Yeah. So yeah. I do that these days. You know, if I have a couple hours here or a couple hours there, um, I can just sit down and work on it. Often in art, people don't realize that parts of art is tedious, like painting the entire background wash or painting in 23 rocks in the foreground. And you can do that. You know, you put on Netflix or you put on some good music and paint rocks. Now, you know, I was going to ask you before about the rocks because earlier we were talking about hippie days, right? And you said that the Hawaiians, say pay attention to the rocks. So my question is, do the Hawaiians feel that they're alive like we thought when we were on LSD? <laughs> I never thought that. Oh, everything's alive. <laughs> Actually, they just believe that everything is alive. Yes. A there we animism. go. You know, right. everything yeah. has energy and is alive, and I believe it. Well, we're all, you know, we're not separate from nature. We're all in it and interconnected. So it makes sense uh, to me that rocks are alive. I don't know. If rocks are alive, they're moving awful slow. Well, yeah, they do. Look at trees. They're, some trees are a couple thousand years old. You imagine how slowly they move? But they move. And some trees have more mana than other trees. We know that. Well, we're all different. We're all unique. Yes, and some rocks have a lot more energy than other rocks. And these rocks here, I pay attention to. They've them. been through a lot. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's right. And they'll outlive us. 
and many trees will outlive us. But I don't think rocks and trees get the respect that they deserve, especially trees. People will just, well, let's just cut those down there. Uh, and I just, anytime I hear about trees being cut down, and they're being cut down here on Maui, right and left, as far as I can tell. Well, we're also planting a lot, and you there just have few, to focus yeah, on that. That's right. Vince Mina of the Farm Union, Farmers Union, said uh, when I asked him what he would do for the island, what he could do uh, to make the island a better place, he would say, he said, I would plant thousands of trees. And uh, Dr. Stephen Boosinger, he's the director of the Atmospheric Studies at University on Manoa, and he said he feels a little guilty traveling to give talks about, uh, you know, and he said, so therefore I figure out my carbon footprint and then I plant trees to compensate. And so I, I always suggest that to people who like to travel a lot. Plant a bunch of trees along huh. the way, like a Johnny Appleseed, you know? Yeah. Well, we because we live in a condo, we donate to, uh, you know, charities that plant trees. And I, I wrote to the state library reference department and I said which is the best charity that plants trees because they rate the charities you know oh good to know so if you want that information I'll send it to you but you probably (laughs) plant your own trees don't you oh I'm not real good with planting stuff that's not my forte I I, I can water them well it's just like music I decided I was going to learn the ukulele uh huh I can walk and barely chew gum so I (laughs) (laughs) I can do the art but music it's it's more than it's it's not yeah can't. but can you paint and chew gum that's the important part right <laughs> I'll have to try that one day <laughs> she doesn't even well, try it patch your stomach, so can can you um, show people what you're known for I mean oh. I knew you for for bananas because you're so good at painting bananas but I guess you just did. Still like She has general, moved right? on from bananas. There are other people, I don't know if you've noticed. That are copying that her. I, they look, because I'd have to, I'd, if I saw them and I have, I'd have to walk up and say, well, that's not Pamela's work. That's flattery. Yeah, it is flattery. Yeah. Um, thank you. Yes. She discovered the bananas, though. Well, it <laughs> was a technique of underpainting that I figured out, and then I taught it to quite a few people, because I've taught a lot of art oh, and a so, lot of watercolors. Yeah. And um, some of my students would set up, send, you know, and, and then go home and do homework and then come back and show it to me. So it was a technique. Um, I don't think I pronounce it correctly. The grisaille, grisaille. Oh, I know what you mean. It's an underpainting in darks and lights that is the foundation of those bananas. Ah, okay. And Bobby knows better than I because she I was... Took- Carmen's classes. Okay, Carmen, yes, Carmen was my very best student. I will say she sent up always right in the middle did homework and would show it to me and she's and then has gone beyond my she's that kind of a teacher too she does homework before she comes to class and teaches yes she's she's amazing there are some wonderful teachers here on the valley isle and so uh, that's not going to get in the um camera it's upside down so you see where the camera is (laughs) sweetie here's one there's one right behind you there too go that was from my buddha series and it was just a reflection of kuan yin in the lily garden yeah kuan yin i thought i thought she's a princess she's the compassionate female version of buddha i I, believe i see and you sort of paint what you love, and I really got into Buddhism. 
and water lilies. Oh, yeah. that is yeah. so just stunning. I had a little tank in my front yard with some water lilies in it, yeah. and I put the little statue in it, and I painted it over and over again. Um, oh, look at this. Let me take this one out this of the She's unwrapping it. For those who can't Pamela, see this is thrilling Facebook. for us that we get a front seat. Yeah, it really is. Uh, to your. Well, I have painted and painted and painted in this lifetime. Okay. By the way, if you, if you're a musician and no one hears you, are you a mus- musician? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you can hear yourself. We hear music in our heads. Okay, and. To me, to be an artist, I want people to see my artwork. Art is different. I don't know if they can see it there very you well. Go. It needs to be a little closer, closer. Well, now you're standing in front of the other camera. <laughs> oh, it's confusing. Well, that's oh, that is yeah. just stunning. So, it is. Well, now, is, what is it? Where is this? The background are, um, gardenias in a in a plate with the Hawaiian pattern tablecloth. Tablecloth, yes. And, I see. and how old is this piece? I'll have to look at the date on it. 2004. And for oh, those so who haven't, tr- if you're not a painter, you don't really appreciate how difficult it is to do white and all the colors that are in white, and you can see the colors in her white petals. Yeah. It's it's just stunning. And, and the darks, too. I mean, it's yeah. not just um, a... It takes sometimes layers, right? Yes, and I will say, I call this Cynthia Conrad Black. I was going to say, I was going to say. Uh, she very nicely, kindly shared her recipe for a really rich, dark black yeah. with me once. Because I went up to her and said, how do you do that? And she said, well, this is how I do that. And I have taught it over and over again to get a really good black. Yeah. In watercolor. In watercolors. Yeah. Yeah. It gives value. Contrast is so important yeah. in art. I remember even Eddie Float once told me that one year that my artwork suddenly got much, much better. And he's a fabulous artist. Yes. Oh, we love Eddie's work. And it Eddie's was because work. I discovered black. When I was in art school, we were taught... No black. Could... That's right. Right. And I read an article in a magazine about watercolors often being mid-value and lighter. And I was actually mortified. I was embarrassed because I never used black. And... Now I always make sure yeah. there's a little black somewhere because you want value contrast. Just even my outfit is value. If Without the white beads, it wouldn't work, as you know. <laughs> it's a chick thing. Yeah, well, you ladies can talk. I'm going to go to lunch now. Uh, no, when I first saw that piece, it really reminded me of Cynthia Conrad for some reason. But she, Because of the angle, because well, she's looking from above. That's right. And that's uh, what she Cynthia always does. had interesting angles, and she would do uh, these... Uh, uh, settings of, of flowers and vases or yeah, plates. she'd set it up and then she'd, my favorite was uh, she did the fireworks. You know how the fireworks come in the wrapped plastics. Oh, yes, and uh, they're so colorful and crazy. And she she did a whole set like that. And and she, I have to say, I think she was the first to do the Aloha shirts. She would do them like they were on a hanger, and so. Kudos to Cynthia Conrad for her wonderful well, work as well. All of us well. artists, we yeah. worked off each other. We would Eddie would be painting at one end of Makawao Town, and I'd be painting at the other end of Makawao Town, and we we all influenced each other. There was, and it was good. Well, I have to ask you after 
living in San Francisco and seeing the gentrification there. Uh, are, are we threatened with gentrification? Because a lot of the great artists left the city when they couldn't afford to live there anymore. And I'm afraid that's going to happen here. It's happened already. Yeah. What I see is there's no longer that young, rising group of artists coming up. There's a, <laughs> there's a lot of us older artists or people with money, but it's so expensive to live here yeah. that I don't think you can know, you can't, you can't work part time and afford your rent and have the time to paint. Because if you're going to be a young artist, especially, mm -hmm. you have to put in the hours. Yeah. And after the last meltdown, 2008, I think they all left. Because I just don't oh, see really? that up and coming group of young artists really? anymore. Well, it seems there are so many, though, that I'm, I'm unfamiliar with when I go out and, and, and check out some of the exhibits. And, um, and Art Maui, I was surprised, I think it was last year. I didn't recognize a lot of the names. Uh, some of them are still there. George Allen is still <laughs> very much not very a young active, man. but he's not a, a, the the young George Allen that he was back in the day, and neither are any of us. But uh, that's an interesting perspective, and it really does worry me uh, that we're gentrifying our island to the point where it's uh, our our artists, musicians uh, as well. We've we've lost a few friends who are musicians who just had to go somewhere where they could make a living, and afford to live in a house you know so yes. and you're still here thank goodness thank goodness yes yes and i i assume you're not planning on uh, moving on anytime soon um, there's something called aging in place mm -hmm. which i like the idea of this is my community yeah. i'm from los angeles if you knew one person in your neighborhood <laughs> that was almost being pushy <laughs> right and here all you have to do is go to costco yeah, you'll or run Pukulani into everybody. Right. right? Yeah, Pukalani Superette, sure. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's like a little town, but uh, it's separate from the rest of the world. And and you know, there's water around the island. I found out, <laughs> and all around in complete circle around the island. So uh, yes, I, I have to know though. Was there something that sparked your interest in art? Was there a teacher like yourself who? Uh, there always is there's you? that story. Uh, high school, I was a math science major, and the year I ran into a really mean-spirited science teacher, and you always remember their name, but I don't <laughs> say it, um, was the same year I ran into a gifted art teacher, Mr. Wilson. Ah. And that's the reason I went for the arts instead of math and science. So it was a mean-spirited science teacher that um, uh, pushed you away from science and into the arts. Yes. And that's how kids are. Ah, yeah. I want to tell you that Carmen Adams was the f gardener now. She was the first person in my life that said to me, you have talent. And that kept me going for quite a while. Uh, if, if it's not nurtured when it's young, it's like that neural network within the brain just doesn't develop, like right. me in music. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just can't do it. Yeah. But if you start them off young... And again, the school system here has cut the arts. It's so sad. Um, well, everywhere, it seems to me. Uh, so we get these students that are linear, um, excuse me, the linear, testing. Exactly. It's linear instead of global thinking. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, they, and if you don't get it young and get that confidence. Right, right. right. You just think, I can't do it. Right. 
So is Cardin an expensive school to go to? It's an excellent private school, but like all the private schools, you know, I'm not sure what's up. You don't even know how much it costs? No. So do you want to show us some more paintings that didn't get in the camera, like this one over here? More paintings on the radio. Oh, more paintings on the radio, (laughs) yes. This is one of my earlier ones. Well, this is going to encourage people to to go on the tour, either Saturday or Sunday, upcountry. And you'll be, again, at the Enchanted Gardens. Gardens. And that's right near uh, the Gulch. uh, Kaluanui Road, which is right near the Hui. Right. Right near the Hui, they have that labyrinth that people go yes, to right there. Wonderful. Oh, that's right. The labyrinth. Eve yeah. Hogan. Yes. She's the owner of that whole deal, yes. right? Yeah. Yes. And there will be six other artists. And, and this is also true of a few other uh, of the artists uh, who are involved who have uh, kind of uh, cooperated to be in a, in a one, uh, one location. Uh, rather than spread it out to uh, a bunch of different little studios. But the fun is that you get to see some of their studios, and and if you're lucky, you get to see them work. Well, I don't think you have to take them out of the plastic, but that one is so different than the gold one you just held up. I just love these, every one. Well, thank you. You know, I love my new series. I'm just passionate about it. I could see why. I'd be thrilled if I could do something like that. Oh, no, I sit, I, I go home and I, okay, um, I paint in the evenings. You know, it used to be, you know, in the evenings, oh, you'd have a, you know, my evening beer. And I gave up beer because now in the evenings I paint. Yeah, yeah. Because I can. And it's fun. And anything you enjoy doing releases dopamine in the brain. And I am truly, I decided, an art addict. I was, <laughs> it, and it's more fun when it's fast. Oh yeah! In two days, you've got to finish painting. That's yeah. pretty exciting. Yes, um, and I really—it's an addiction. In that, sometimes I can give it up. I can go a couple years without art, and then I pick it up, and this, oh man, I want to quit my day job. <laughs> when did you give up art? Oh, I've gone through little phases where I didn't do much art. After the last crash in '08, yeah, just keeping my head above water was all I could do. Uh-huh. You know, financially. Yeah, yeah. That's and what people do, even if you're so-called addicted. You know, I was a librarian, and even heavy readers, they stop reading for a while, and then you go back to it. Well, you were also doing a lot of uh, watercolors. She, she did like 500 portraits of, of children. I remember. Over the uh, couple of years, it really wasn't that long of time. And then that was it. No, I played guitar for eight years. I painted for eight years. I don't know. It's a little frustrating. I feel the same way about various things that I started doing and then moved on to other things. I used to play the piano. I used to play the guitar. I used to, well, I still sing, and I play drums now, but... uh, Anyway, it's... Uh, He's not addicted, though. <laughs> no, no. No practicing But for you him. know what I could be addicted to? Terps. Turpentine. I love the smell of turpentine and oil paints. I just love that. But we don't have room to do kind of in our little condo. Well, again, these are small. Yeah. And, and my setup's small, and they're very tidy to do. I love watercolors for that Are reason. Are you a tidy artist? I am. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. I read that book, uh, Conmarie. Oh, clutter, oh. decluttering. Decluttering the house. I did it. I love my you place. You did? I did. It's what so... I didn't like was that she was so black and white about it. You have to do all of it, all or nothing. And I, I just threw my hands up. 
You can tell by visiting our place. <laughs> Not only threw our hands up, but we threw our stuff up and just piled it up here and there. Oh, I've uh, become a bit of a minimalist. Oh, good. Which is really fun. That. Yeah. Well, it go, kind of goes along with the Zen uh, Buddhist um, attitude. I think once you become a, a Buddhist or develop an interest in Buddhism, you you become more Zen in your in your household. It never really affected me that much because I <laughs> tend to be. You can't be a Zen hoarder. <laughs> so. Unless they're very tidy piles. Yes. There you go, very little neat Zen piles. piles and yes. they would be wrapped in, in some kind of ribbon very tidily. Not, Maybe, a, not a ribbon, probably a grass a, oh, or a reed. Yeah, so, yeah. do you work on more than one thing at a time, or you just do yes, one at I a time? Do. And because I have Maui Open Studios, I went and finished everything. And the nice thing about having a show or an exhibition is you finish all that work that you didn't have finished. And so often you get uh, two-thirds done, done enough, put it to one side, start something fresh. To me, art paintings have a life cycle, so you conceive of them, and it's oh, fabulous, wonderful. It's your baby, right? And then they often have an awkward adolescence where you want to throw it out kick it out of the mm, house mm. and you have to nurture them through that awkward adolescence because most paintings have an awkward adolescence to get to the finish and then that last little bit of tightening them up again Cynthia Conrad talked to me about that one that last day of just tidying yeah. it's like you if it was clothing you would snip all the threads and you would give it a good iron and you would just <laughs> presentation oh man uh, well, I wish people could see it outside of uh, Facebook. Not everybody is uh, connected to Facebook. And, uh, you know, it's not a simple thing to use when you're driving. Are you uh, on Facebook? No. Because I, we're not really on it, but I can see the page. I can lurk. And I don't know if you can make the videos bigger like you can on your phone. You can stretch the photos so you can mm. look at but I, I don't know if you can do that. We should we should ask somebody because yeah. uh, these well, are. thank you. But your work is also online. Yes. Pamela May Hayes. May Hayes. Yes. So uh, do you have a, a number of pieces that people? I should just. Well, it's just, oh. Check it out myself, right? Um, How often do you add new things to your website? Well, you know the nice, IT lady. Um, at Cardin did it for me. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I am so non-tech. Good for I mean, her. If I, I can do the phone. I can do a little bit of computer stuff. Well, I thought um, you, with your science and, nah, nah, nah. and keeping yeah. track of how many rocks and trees you've... <laughs> 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 it seemed like... Uh, <laughs> well, we're all a mixture. It is also great fun to be still playing the art game. Uh -huh. um, you know, because I went to art school and to... I look back and I'm still doing the art. Okay, you launch in your 20s. We all launched, right? And I have friends from the past now that are coming through and calling me up. And, and it's like, we're all, well, what happened to you? How are you doing? And I love the fact that, you know, I'm still doing my art. And I'm not developing. real successful at it monetarily, but the work is fabulous. I love my new stuff. Well, we do, too. I didn't get the money, Gene. You're not the only one with the name Pamela Hayes. See, I told you. mentioned, there are several different Pamela Hayes. And they're Hayes. artists. Yeah. yeah. you got to sort of scroll down a bit. Yes, I see that now. 
I must scroll down. So are your friends surprised that you kept doing it? I mean, when you're so good, why would you stop? Well, actually, my friends are all artists, too. They, you know, you they met kept them in it. art school, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Or, or my best friend since the fifth grade, but she went on to be a lawyer um, in Los Angeles. But now she's back to art. Um, it's, it I, it's godlike. I mean, God created, and oh. we all have that ability. It's whether we're going to develop it and focus on it, but... I will see. When I was younger, I would have traded all my art talent to be a backup singer in a Motown band. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine standing up there for your little tambourine? We do have a Motown band, and we're always looking for backup singers. So, but I don't sing. Trust me, students will say you can learn. (laughs) Joy, Joy Fields is the best vocal teacher on the island, and she can teach you. I think I'm just going to keep painting. (laughs) Thank you, but thank you. I always like to give Joy a plug, though. Joy oh. Renee. Uh, a good teacher? Yes. Um, when I realized I could teach, um, I signed up to teach a class at the college, and I was so nervous for that first class, and it turns out I can teach. Um, I used to train dogs, and I realized I don't have to teach art. I just have to teach a behavior. This is how you do a wash. This is how you layer colors. This is how you mix colors. It's teaching behaviors, not art. There you go. So, it's not art appreciation, after all. It's technique. And you you put the inspiration in. I just teach you how to do it. It's like, again, putting a behavior on a person. And that's how I teach. And it works. Yeah, obviously you have all these people making your bananas. <laughs> And I will say that after this comes out, I have a feeling there's people going to be trying to do this. Well, and and why not? Well, yeah, because I mean, I've never seen anything quite like it, and it's so unique. Thank you. Um, and the colors and the richness. Um, I don't know why, but like I mentioned, I, I saw Japanese connection, Klimt. Yes. Uh, also uh, a connection, and for some reason, Arthur Rackham. Comes. I don't know that name. I, I see what you mean. Oh, he illustrated fairy tales. Yeah, you know who he is. <gasps> oh, Arthur of Rackham. These things you don't have to be familiar with Baldwin Beach to find these appealing. Well, thank you. Um, I just keep going back to Baldwin Beach. Um, a while back, getting older, I decided I better get really healthy. Um, And so I started exercising more and eating better. It is so much fun to go walk or jog Baldwin Beach as versus go to a stinky, smelly gym. Oh, Oh, you bet. Of course. And I'm surprised more of us aren't down on the beach early in the morning like I am walking and jogging that beach because it's, oh, well, you've got that fabulous beach near your place. Yeah, we have the longest beach in the state. When I first moved to Maui, I used to jog that beach end to end. Do you uh, still jog? I do. Really? Yes. My and your knees are, still, knees are okay? My knees are good. good. Yes. Good. I jog really, really slow. People can walk faster than I jog. Uh-huh. But I love the fact that I'm still jogging Baldwin Beach because I used to jog it when I was 26. You are um, just an inspiration. We've only got a few minutes left. We've been talking with Pamela May Hayes. Pamela Hayes, who is one of our favorite artists. And uh, this has been uh, just a tremendous opportunity to catch up. I mean, we 
you know, we haven't seen you, and really, it's been a few years. But we crossed paths for many, many years. Yeah, ever so often. And you mentioned yeah. how you drove off the road when I was on the radio or something. So <laughs> and that's not the first time we've heard that. Uh, I had to pull over uh, because of something I was playing is probably comedy or some such thing. Actually. But, um, uh, your work can be seen at Village Gallery. And the Maui, the Maui Crafts, Crafts Guild, Guild, which is in Paia. Don't and they have it? Don't and they have one? Oh, the Open Studio oh, Tour. Me, Volca Volcano Arts on the Big Island. Oh, really? Ira Ono. I brought my oh, work Ira. in. I love Ira. Yeah. Oh, how can you not? Yeah. And I brought my work in because I was driving by and I stopped in and I loved his gallery. And I happened to have my work with me because I was giving one to a friend, and he immediately accepted my work. It was just wonderful. So, yeah. yes, Volcano Arts on the Big Island. All right. And uh, good luck with Art Maui, too. Thank so, you. So, uh, Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m., the Maui Open Studios Tour. You'll find it online. You can follow your own tour. Uh, it won't have to cost you anything unless you want to buy some art. And they will have some wonderful opportunities uh, for purchases of art. Yeah, that's a challenge. I challenge people to go there and not buy anything because <laughs> yeah. you can't. It's all it's, so attractive. Yeah, it's so beautiful. And I might say to people, make an offer. Oh, that's a good idea. Go. Bargain. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because there's yeah. no middleman. They can their prices exactly. don't have to be as expensive. Well, that's all the time we have. This is Bill Best with Bobby D. Best. And we haven't even mentioned Maui Toyota. Maui Toyota underwrites our show, and uh, this is off the record, in case you didn't know. Every Tuesday and Thursday, we're live on the radio here at KEKU 88.5 FM. And it repeats tomorrow on Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Our Thursday shows repeat at uh, 2 p.m. on Fridays. And thank you, Pamela Hayes, for coming in and sharing your wonderful work. We look forward to seeing more this weekend. In the meantime, aloha. <laughs>